This is a topic that never gets old. How to restore your own credit. So many people have credit problems, credit issues, and they just can't afford it. If you could afford to pay somebody, then you probably would already have good credit, right? So let's do go, let's go through how to do it on our own. So first and foremost, you want to go to uh, freeannualcreditreport.com. Freeannualcreditreport.com is just a bank where you register once, and then it'll take you to all three bureaus. You got TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. If you don't want to go to freeannualcreditreport.com, then you can always just go to www.experian.com forward slash report access. You can get it free through Experian. Then you can go to www.transunion.com forward slash investigate. You can get your report free through TransUnion. And then you can go to www.csccredit.com. And that's what you have to go through to register for um, equal for Equifax. Now, there is a third credit bureau, I mean, a fourth credit bureau as well. Um, I don't have their information in front of me off the top of my head, which is typically how I do my Facebook Lives. So if you want that fourth bureau, inbox me and then I'll send it to you. I have it okay so once you actually download your report with all three bureaus then the next thing you need to do is look at your report you've downloaded it you do do everything online once you access the report and answer all the questions it's gonna make you answer some questions just to verify that you are who you say you are and that it is your account once you actually get in then you need to evaluate your credit 89% of items on your credit are incorrect so first thing you need to do is go through each and every line item. Now, <clears throat> you're going to have three options when you get ready to, to dispute it. Now, why would you dispute an item on your credit? Well, obviously, because it's wrong. Either the balance is wrong, you paid it off, and it's not showing paid off. It's showing that you're delinquent, but you're current. Whatever the case may be, if you don't agree with it, then you need to dispute it. Whenever you dispute something on your credit, you're asking the credit bureau to request that the creditor validate the debt. In order for the debt to be validated, that means the creditor has to validate by saying, yes, this credit, this amount is accurate, or no, it is not. If the credit, if the creditor does not validate the debt within 30 days, then the credit bureau has to remove it. So it is your due diligence to send in the disputes requesting the creditor to validate the debt if the creditor does not validate the debt then there is is not accurate but the only problem is if you have a debt that's showing up on transunion equifax and experian but you only dispute for transunion it's only going to come off of transunion now you're going to have that same debt still showing on experian and equifax that's the reason why you have to dispute all three credit bureaus you can't just do one because the creditor is going to report to all three credit bureaus in most cases. Typically, if an account has been charged off, then that means the creditor is no longer um, reporting against you. See, the creditor has to pay to report negative against you. After two years of reporting against you, they're no longer they're no longer paying, so therefore the account charges off. When the account charges off, that means the creditor is going to ask the um, IRS for a credit because of bad debt they write it off to bad debt expense i'm not over accentuating my words to um 
dummy it down. I'm over accentuating my words so you can understand what I'm saying because I need you to understand what I'm saying so you understand why this process is important that you do it correctly. When you validate a debt that has been charged off, the creditor has a decision to make because if the IRS has already given them credit for this debt, then any money that they get from you is new money. So a lot of times they will, like Capital One as a bank, they will charge off the debt, remove it from your credit, and then sell it to a credit bureau. And then the credit bureau is going to turn around and re-report it on your credit and start the debt all over. So Capital One will wait until like the fifth, the sixth year, and then they charge it off, sell it to a collection agency for pennies on a dollar, and then all of a sudden this collection agency is now reporting this same account from Capital One on your credit. And Capital One is not the only bank that does it. They're just the one of the major ones. So if you see multiple credit accounts on your credit report, that's another reason why you need to validate the debt. You need to validate the debt with the original creditor. You only pay the original creditor because if you pay the collection agency, now you just validated their debt, which is not their debt. The original creditor is who the debt actually belongs to, and that's who you need to pay. You only pay the person that extended you the payment, even if the collection agency says, well, we own the debt now. Now, that's the conundrum of the whole thing. Because they own the debt, the original creditor may say, no, we won't accept your payment because we've been paid already. That's where you get to go back to the credit bureau and report this and say, wait a minute, I tried to pay the original creditor. The original creditor rejected my payment. Therefore, this debt needs to be removed. It is a technicality, but as long as you do it correctly and you have it in writing, there's no reason why the credit bureau won't just remove it. Now, am I a lawyer? No, but I've been in credit, doing credit, working with credit for over 20 years. I worked in property management. I worked in compliance. I worked for a credit repair company and I worked for a lawyer who owned the credit repair company. And in all the information that I have learned, the original creditor is the one who has the responsibility to validate the debt. The collection agency cannot validate the debt unless they have something with your signature. Now, in the case that the collection agency can validate the debt and it can produce something with your signature on it, in that case, you are obligated to pay them. So, you should be doing this yourself, not paying somebody to do it. Because I promise you, if you go through all of the work that it takes to get your credit where it needs to be, nobody will ever get you to co-sign or nobody will ever get you in this situation again. Husband and wives, boyfriend and girlfriend, baby mamas and baby daddy. Under no circumstances. Did y'all know, if, you, if you're a Christian, you read the Old Testament, uh, it talks about that we are not supposed to co-sign. Yes, it talks about it. In the Old Testament, we're not supposed to do that. Sisters, brothers, cousins, and others. Most of the items that are negative on our credit report is not because of things that we did. It's because of what we did for other people. So take this as a lesson and not let anybody get you to co-sign on anything else. If they can't do it on their own, it's a reason for that. And it's not your problem. So you go through all the process that you have to go through. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Okay, so once you validate the debt, 
with the original creditor, then typically three things are going to happen. It's either going to come back validated, which means it's going to remain on your credit report. It's going to come back updated, which means they updated the information from what was reported to what was correct, or it's going to be deleted. That's the only three things that can happen. Remains, it's verified, and it's unchanged. It's updated with new information, or it's simply deleted. That's it. That's the only three options that you'll get. And so if you do it correctly, you want it to be that on all three. Typically, if it's older than two years, remember, it's already been written off. The, the, unless the debt was sold, the creditor is no longer reporting negative against you. So the very first thing you want to do when you do your first validation, especially if you know it's real and you know you owe it, just close it out. Just say this account needs to be closed or this account is closed. There's an option when you dispute it to just close it out. Just close it out and then that way you're not asking them to validate it. You're just asking the bureau to close it out. Because if you can close it out, then it'll stop reporting negative against you. See, open collection accounts are reporting negative against you and they're hitting your credit score every month a certain amount of points. I can't tell you exactly what they are because remember, the credit score is like an average. It's based on how you pay your payments, the time period of when you pay your payments, what type of debt you have, revolving installments, whether you have auto credit or you have real estate credit or you have credit cards or loans or you overextended. If your high balance is $600 and your balance is $700, then that means you're overextended. That hits your credit score. So you want to do everything that you can to lower your credits, to lower your the negative items on your credit score. Having your credit cards maxed out that lowers your credit score. There are so many things that are lowering your credit score that have nothing to do with collections or charge-offs. For those of you who don't have any collections or any charge-offs, but you max your credit cards out, but you keep buying new cars every two years, you never really give your credit an opportunity to stabilize itself. Let's start paying those credit cards. Let's start paying those credit cards down. Your credit card balances should be at thirty percent. I know. I know. Don't even say it. Don't comment. I already know. What's the point of having credit if I can't use it? You can use it, but this is how you have to use it. You use your credit card according to your billing due date. If your billing due date is the 25th of the month and that's your cutoff, then you need to pay that credit card off by the 24th of the month. That way, when they report it to the bureau, it shows zero balance. That that means that you're exactly where you need to be. And in most cases, if you really want to take your credit score up, don't pay it completely off. Get it below that 29 percentile. You want to get it below 9% to 29%. Keep a balance of between 9 and 29%. And that way, every single month, your credit score will continue to increase. Okay? So, once you dispute it, you closed all the accounts that are negative. You've disputed all the accounts that are inaccurate. It's been over 30 days. You've gotten your responses back. They're either updated, they either remain, or they've been deleted. Now, for those that have been updated and they validated the debt and they said you really owe it, now you need to go back and settle it. Now, my suggestion, I never, ever, ever settle account 
or 100%. What would be the point? That's not a settlement. That's just paying the debt. Now, this is the risk of doing a settlement. They are going to report settled for less than the amount due. But remember, if this account is older than two years, so you settled it for less than, for less than the amount due, but you still paid it. And as long as it's closed out and it's zero balance, what difference does it make? As long as it's not showing as a charge-off. And you don't want it to show as a paid charge-off because a paid charge-off still counts against you negatively. If you're trying to get a loan, if you're trying to get a house, even though it's a charge-off and it's paid, you still let it charge off, which means at some point you didn't pay your bills. So we want to try to get as many negative items as we can off, and we don't want to turn around and pay a charge off. Close it out. Let it be older than two years. It's not going to count against you anymore anyway, even if you try to get an FHA. If you watch any of my previous videos, you know I hate FHA loans. But it is what it is, and some for some people, it's a good deal. You do it to get into the house. It's an easy way to get in. It's only 3.5% down, but you do have to pay a high rate of mortgage insurance. But if you refinance it within two years, then you can get a uh, rate in turn refinance, and then that way, hopefully, you can get that mortgage insurance shut down. Possibly, you just have to work with a really good loan officer, like I used to be. I was in the mortgage business for quite some time, but I'm not now. So, inbox me if you need one. I can uh, give you some referrals. Okay, so we covered how to restore your own credit. We covered how to dispute. We covered how to validate a debt. We covered how to close off a close out a charge off. And now let's talk about reestablishing your credit. In reestablishing your credit, I know a lot of people don't like credit karma, but it's free. And um, banks pay for credit karma through TransUnion so that they can get access to you. So when you're using the credit mechanisms to uh, view your credit and look at your scores, then those credit offers, those banks paid to be in front of you. So at least thing you can do is see what they're talking about. Now I'm not an advocate, I'm not getting paid from Credit Karma or Credit Sesame or none of these free services. But when you're trying to restore your own credit, you need help. So use these free services to at least give you the, the tips and the tools that you need to help you be more successful. I mean, you can pay somebody to do it, but if you keep paying people to do what you can do yourself, that's money that you could bank and that's money that you could reinvest in something else. Just take into consideration. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can post those in comments. Um, I'm getting ready to wrap up, but let's talk about reestablishing credit real quick. The quickest way to reestablish your credit is going to be to buy your credit back. You can buy your credit back with secured credit cards. You can buy your credit back with certificates of deposit. A certificate of deposit is a CD. You go to the bank, you can put up a $500 CD, you can put up a $1,000 CD, and then what you do is you borrow against your own money. So if they're going to pay you 3.5% interest on your CD, then you're going to pay them 5.5% interest back on your loan. You're going to pay on that loan for anywhere from 12 to 36 months, and that's going to go on your credit as a positive trade line. Then you get you a secured credit card, $500. They're, you're going to send the bank $500. They're going to set you up a savings account, and then they're going to send you a secure card. So you got a $500 credit limit, okay? You're going to use this credit card to get gas, pay for your electricity, 
your water bill, your groceries, and then remember, before the statement cut off, you pay it off. Now your that's that's number two. That's your second trade line. Third trade line, you can get a car finance at a tote the note lot. A lot of people never heard of a tote the note lot. A tote the note lot is a buy here pay here lot. I'm sorry, I've been having migraines. Y'all pray for me. Buy uh buy here pay here lot. Uh, the buy here pay here lot is where you actually go to the car dealership and you give them your down payment and you take them your monthly payment every month. Sometimes the interest is higher, sometimes it's not, depending on the lot. I know a lot of dealerships. I personally only do business with tote the note lots. Why? Because I'm gonna get an older model car that's used and I'm gonna pay it off in less than 36 months. I'm probably gonna put 500 to 1500 down and I bought all my cars through tote the note lots. My 2005 Lexus, my 2009 Lexus, my 2018 Toyota Corolla, uh, 2015 Altima. I got that one at a dealership and I wish I wouldn't have. I put down the most money and my note on that one is comparable to my note that I got at the tote the note lot. For um, the 2018, that's my son's car. The 2009, that's my daughter's car. 2015, that's my daughter's car. And the 2008 Expedition, I got that at a Tote the Note lot too. All the vehicles that I've bought in the past 10 years have been at Tote the Note lots. You pay less interest because you don't have to pay commission on these big lots. You don't have to wait all day. You go in, you pick your car, you take your down payment, you get your insurance, you're out of there typically within three to five hours. And that three to five hours is however long it take you to get your insurance. So just saying, there's other ways to do business without actually having to pay so much out of pocket. Okay? So if there's no questions, thank you for tuning in. I have one more Facebook Live I'm going to do, and I'll be done for the day. If you have any topics that you want me to talk about that I haven't already, inbox me. Thank you and enjoy your day.